0: manufacturer podcast creeping tentatively back into your ears for new years <laughs> we'll be talking you through the extensive 2023 calendar the events that you should be looking out for and booking on to as well as the sort of content you can expect from we the editorials that's all to come in today's episode Friday the 13th of January 2023, crikey, a warm welcome back to the posse, editor Joe Bush, hi mate.
1: Yeah, hi, I've just realised that it's Friday the 13th and you just said that, Yeah. oh dear, well, should we have not been kind of, you know, make, doing something superstitious to kick off this episode, I don't know, <laughs> like hiding a toad under the bed or something. <laughs>
0: Lana Dima, hello Hi, I
2: right? really like that you just called us the editorials. Mm. I've not heard that before, but I really like that little name. It's a good Ma- band name. It? It, I was yeah. going
1: to say, it makes it sound like a band, doesn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: A good Christmas and all that? Folks? No. No. No.
1: no. <laughs> I, t- I tested positive for COVID on oh, uh, on Christmas man, yeah, Eve nice. night. Yeah, so, yeah you, had a, you had a rubbish time. No, it was yeah. It was crap. Yeah. Oh, how sorry. about How about you two? Best
2: yeah. Next year. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say,
0: I, I don't want to kind of go into it too much because, yeah, I think ours was, well, mine was lovely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah.
2: Wanna... I think ours was probably a bit better than yours, unfortunately. <laughs> Not, you know, saying that in a horrible way. It's just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, and a warm welcome back to you, of course, uh, listener. Thank you for joining us once again for 2023. It did get me thinking, actually, uh, there is a correct answer to this, by the way, um, as I was uh, sat around the table eating Christmas dinner, uh, what is the best thing on a plate of Christmas dinner?
1: Oh, rice potatoes. Yeah. Oh, got, really? Got
2: oh, yeah. Rice
0: potatoes. It's, I mean that that
1: it's a deal breaker. It can make uh, or break a Christmas yeah. dinner, can't it? So, so potatoes? I
0: guess. So I guess. So this was my first Christmas away from the South. Basically, I, I went up north to my girlfriend's family, um, and I had been warned beforehand um, by my girlfriend that her, her mum can't cook, uh, which was which was. Lies and slander, it really was Because she she knocked up a lovely roast It was just Uh, all
1: dipped in gravy (laughs) (laughs) Just one big plate of roasted dipped in gravy
0: That is not a bad thing (laughs) (laughs) The potatoes were were good I I do agree, really good roast potatoes But then what's the one thing that you can't really get wrong On a plate of roast dinner It's the pigs in blankets I
2: knew you were going to say pigs in blankets I absolutely knew it I wish I'd just said it before to prove Well that that is the correct answer
1: so. Well, that's what you can't get wrong. You say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, True. yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, unless yeah. you. Them. Well, yeah. <laughs> we 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 have a we have a little addition in in our house. So we do obviously we do the the usual pigs in blankets with the sausages and bacon, but just to a little for a little change up. We also do dates in bacon. Ooh, now that is a great combo because you get the, the sweetness and like Ooh. the s- sticky syrupiness of the dates with the saltiness of the bacon. It's that kind of American kind of bacon maple yeah. syrup kind of vibe. It's it's a good combo. I
2: quite like the sound of that. It's I might a, start it's wrapping. It's a
1: really in, though, good
2: combo. i
0: start wrapping my sprouts in in bacon. <laughs> well, yeah, I was about to say I, mean,
2: I always have the sprouts in bacon and yeah, garlic, like... and I just couldn't live without that being an addition to the sprouts
0: because they are just I mean you, you eat them because uh, you know it's tradition I and like without them. tradition I like them we are but animals <laughs> oh they, they are rancid not Come with
2: on. the bacon no, no with the bacon and the gum, I'm sure they're lovely with, but I, yeah. I put
0: one on my fork this year and I was oh, <laughs> oh Christ they are that is awful yeah they're what evil must taste like um, let's have a look ahead shall we to see what this year has in store Data is a pivotal point in building our sustainability strategy. For Williams specifically, it's, it's going leaps and bounds.
3: One thing the pandemic did quite well, was it made people really think about how we survive
0: disruption.
2: It's great to pilot, it's great to trial, but how do you do that in a coordinated, consistent way?
0: Something we should be very, very proud of, something I constantly remind the government about.
3: The simple truth is the sector deserves to be at the heart of governments.
1: What strikes me is the diversity involved here. You know, all the different types of manufacturing that we come across, but also everything from hardware, software, systems integrators. It's it's
3: fantastic.
0: Follow your dreams into the manufacturing industry. You can make a difference. Manufacturer of the year 2022, it's Gripper. That's just a taste of our core events from last year. This year the calendar is kick started by the Industrial Data Summit. An event that actually I expected to be a lot less interesting than it ended up being last year. Did you know what I mean? Cuz
1: yeah, I know exactly what you
0: mean. Yeah, yes.
1: And it was yeah, it was a really good event last year. I think uh, I think Lana was <coughs> on holiday.
0: No, I oh, wasn't. No, 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 no. I was I, I was thinking about this before the no, it was it was, uh, was the digitalization summit that you weren't
2: at.
0: Yeah. yeah. Were you at IDS? Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah, I yeah, was yeah,
2: about yeah. to say actually that oh, I yeah, really enjoyed were that. you
1: IDS. Yeah, I remember For no now. Particularly. I remember reason. now.
0: Yeah, it was the uh, digitalisation <laughs> summit, wasn't it? Uh, um, yeah, in, I wasn't in
1: on holiday. Uh, just no, 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 you were, come you, with you were at you the station, I
0: remember, you are at the station and our train comes up, Manchester Piccadilly, a few minutes delayed and you went, oh, they really do take my piss, don't they? And you just walked off and went home. Yeah. That, that was my recollection of yeah, it.
2: Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just so used to you not being at a Benstar <laughs> and I just forgot <laughs> you were even there. Sorry. <laughs> okay, if we're going to have
2: this, please tell me, other than this one... The Manufacturing Digitalisation Summit. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. other ones was I not at? Uh,
1: The DMW launch at the House of Lords.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's two. Good gig, that as well.
1: Yeah, it was. You missed a good one. It was,
0: Uh, I was about to say top 100 boat party, but you were there for that. I was. Um, Okay, so
2: two events out of ten. I don't know how many events we have off the top of my head, but that's not that much, guys.
0: Still more than us. yeah. Industrial Data Summit 2023 <laughs> uh, takes place on the 26th of April, so that's a Wednesday this year. Register your interest in that, although we don't know where it's taking place and the website's down currently.
2: I thought it was Birmingham.
0: Well, I think it's Birmingham. Of course, but last year it was at the, uh, the, the Fantastic Villa Park, but it's not, I don't think it's going to be there this year. It, I think but, it, that, but, it, but it is Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to try and make it Birmingham.
2: Well, we've got a couple of trips up to Birmingham this year then.
0: Indeed we do, and we'll, we'll speak about that in, in just a moment. Yeah, steady on, Lana.
2: But Sorry, I was getting excited about Birmingham.
0: Moving into the summer, so the calendar's looking a little different to how it looked last year. Anyone that's used to our um, events maybe needs to just pay attention here, because it is going to look a little bit different. Smart Factory Expo, which in the last few years has taken place in Liverpool in November, is now taking place in Birmingham in June, because it will now be part of Manufacturing and Engineering Week. That includes other shows such as the Design and Engineering Expo, Main Tech Expo, and Drives and Controls. So that's happening at the NEC in Birmingham on the 7th to the 8th of June. Further to that, our Sustainable and Digitalization Summits, they're being merged to form, yep, you guessed it, the Sustainable Digitalization Summit, and highlighting once again the importance of both trends in UK manufacturing. Uh, so that's taking place during Manufacturing and Engineering Week, as well as our SME Growth Summit over two days and our Top 100 Awards on the night of the 7th. You still with me? So that's Manufacturing Engineering Week, 7th to the 8th of June, which will include Smart Factory Expo, Sustainable Digitalization Summit, SME Growth Summit, and the Manufacturer Top 100, all taking place at the NEC in Birmingham. How about that, gang?
1: I tell you what, we've got a lot going on, haven't we? Mm, we've right. got we've so got a, a we've got a busy busier social diary than Prince Harry, anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love that, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then in November uh, we will be back in Liverpool with the Manufacturing Leaders Summit. Um, and another two days of the SME Growth Summit. That is happening over two days on two occasions. Um, of course, given given the importance of SMEs to UK manufacturing, such a large percentage of the sector is made up by such businesses. And I'm delighted to say that the Manufacturer MX Awards will once again be making its way to Liverpool. Um, so that's the core of the event's calendar through 2023. And then just from our perspective, I mean, <laughs> loads going on, right? We'll be doing our best to keep you up to date with all the latest manufacturing news online and across socials and plenty of factory visits, right, chaps, mm. in the pipeline, a few already in the diary.
1: Yeah, some already in the diary, already planned, Yeah, road, road trips,
0: you can talk 2023. About, you can talk about that now if you want, Lana. Um, because we had we had one confirmed yesterday, didn't yeah. we? By, by your, we did. Your mates. Yeah. Last year's, uh, not last year, the year before's. Yes. Manufacturers of the Year.
2: Yeah. So we will be starting our trip up north. Can I call it up north? Because I feel well, like. Well, it's up it north for us, north. but no,
0: technically it's okay, the so Midlands. It's not
2: up, up north, but it is more Further north.
0: north to where we live. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we'll be starting our trip. Visiting Lissy, Lissy Aerospace. Yeah, we're going to go who and see them. We're a winner at last year's MX Awards. They Can't were, remember what they uh, won. If you'd though. like to
1: hold on, I'll tell you exactly okay. what they won. I'll hold on. <laughs> no, talk about yourself.
2: Um, so we'll be seeing them then in the afternoon. We'll be going to Lander, who Tom was just saying they were. Manufacturer
1: of the Year 2021. They were indeed, yeah. Lissy Aerospace were the 2022 TMX winner for the People and Skills category.
2: Um, Yeah, so that would be really good. And then the next day we've got a really cool launch event somewhere. Nottingham. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there. And then I think we've possibly got another person to see. We're going to go and see Druck.
1: Yep. Yeah, manufacturer of the year runner-up, twenty twenty-two. So yeah. they're, uh, we're going to uh, pop down to Leicester to to see them. So yeah, tour of the Midlands mm-hmm. first up for twenty twenty-three.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, Quite yep. excited. Yeah, brilliant. What are we looking forward to most this year? Actually, if if we if we can,
1: well, Leicester make pork pies, so maybe pork oh. pies. Oh, well,
0: yeah, absolutely. Melt right. Melt
1: Mowbray's only down the road. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, so I actually am really looking forward to going back down to Paul. Because I am really looking forward to going. Are we going to? Yeah. Are we doing,
0: are we we're doing. Why?
1: That? Why are we doing because that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lush, we're gonna Lush's green go thing.
2: Lush's green oh, hub. Yeah, and love, we're yeah. hopefully going to go and see Parvelux's finished. Oh, yes. Factory, yeah, yeah, well remembered. I just think it will be really cool to see like, the comparison as when, when we were last there. Do you know? I actually have got to say, Lush are just amazing. I didn't want to tell you guys this because I thought you might get a bit jealous. But I got sent a massive Lush like sort of advent box at the end of last year. Why? What what why? why did why did you get that? Yeah. I don't know. What from what, what from Lush.
1: What I... off the back of your visit there? Yeah. And Tom didn't get anything. Uh, uh...
2: I wasn't sure. <sighs>
1: I mean that's hard. I mean, Tom looks like a guy that enjoys a bath bomb as much as the next man. I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah. Damn it! Well, if I have if I have received that, then it's of it's gone to the address that I no longer live at. So I'll give him a benefit of the doubt. If I haven't got that, and if you're listening, Lush, you, <laughs> you sort yourselves out.
2: I mean, I could could share it with you. We well,
0: could. Big, well, it, well you will or not is another matter. Yeah, come on, you don't want to, do you? Is it a, is it a big
2: hamper? It was quite large. Yeah. Wow. I have to admit that now they have fully got me hooked on their products. That was nice of them. Yeah, it was really nice of them.
0: Because when they gave you that off-cut bath bomb when we left, you you, you just sort of tutted at them, didn't you? I was
2: slightly disappointed because... You know, it didn't look that great, but I used it and it was great.
1: Should I look at this stuff? No, I kind of want to eat it rather than washing it. Well, if you'd
2: come to the factory, you would have wanted to eat it. You can't eat it. No, you can't. No. Tom asked. Yeah.
0: Not a
1: good idea.
2: No. Oh I didn't ask,
0: but I I mentioned I thought it. You did. No, I mentioned it frequently and they were like, What are you talking about? Of course you can't eat it. Um, and it made But it. the
2: reason why <laughs> you walked
1: into a soap manufacturer and asked if they if you can eat their products.
2: <laughs> they look like soap. Yeah, well Swiss, yeah, right? but they <laughs> use like fresh fruit and stuff. Mm. Like ah, they do actually okay. use food, which okay. is what oh, right. makes it so
1: natural and good and
2: Yeah. Anyway mm. We digress. I'm, I'm actually feeling quite hungry, so let's let's not
0: One particular story, and do uh, you know, keep a uh, lookout throughout the year on, on the manufacturer website because we are on the pulse of the latest news in manufacturing. But one story in particular, the story of the week really, was the failure of the UK's first orbital space launch. The Start Me Up mission got underway at the start of this week, uh, Monday night. Virgin Orbit's Cosmic Girl, a modified Boeing 747-400 aircraft, took off from Spaceport Cornwall and having been successfully carried to its designated drop zone, Launcher One, the two-stage orbital launch vehicle, developed and flown by Virgin Orbit, made it into space, completed several separation stages, but experienced an anomaly which ended its mission prematurely. Our international reporter James Devonshire has been keeping across this one. I had a chat with him earlier a lot of excitement was building around this at the start of a week right and and rightly so um a big news story for the uk space industry but i think the first message that i, I saw you post in relation to this you sent it into our work whatsapp group and you said rather a momentous occasion brackets although it may experience problems so was that that tinge of concern was that coming from the people you were speaking to in relation to this story of the guys at virgin orbit or was that simply kind of reporter's intuition
3: i would say it was kind of reporter's intuition more than anything i mean everyone was very very excited and very very confident ahead of the launch um and indeed we saw a textbook launch particularly cosmic girl doing her part getting the rocket launcher up there and then the rocket launcher launching the rocket and like you said it made space but it didn't actually make its final orbit. So, um, yeah, in terms of these things, it's a space mission. There's a million moving parts, and if one of them doesn't fall in line, then the whole mission fails. Um, And, yeah, that's where we are. But like I said, I I don't want to use the word fail because Mm. that suggests that there were no positives, and there were lots, which we can discuss in a second.
0: Still a a bit of an inquest, I guess, isn't there, as to what exactly went on. And uh, all we are saying at the moment is it was... An anomaly which happened at some point during the firing of the rocket's second stage engine. I mean, this could be one of a million things, I guess. Right? The the margin, the margin for error is is pretty is pretty wide with something like this.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, there's there's so many moving parts. There's so many things that all have to be absolutely perfect. Um, And if one of those things isn't quite right, then this is what happens. Um, And yeah, the the official line at the moment is that it it experienced an, an anomaly. Um, I'm sure that over the coming weeks and months we will find out what that was. Just one thing I would actually add as well, I mean, something I've been trying to find out, and I think I have kind of found it out, is I had a lot of people asking me, well, where is the rocket now? Because let's not forget it got into space. So people were saying, is it just drifting aimlessly in space now without any without any kind of control or any kind of guidelines or anything? And I think, no, I think is the answer. Um, we're pretty certain now. Um, that it would have come back to Earth, but it would have probably um, disintegrated upon re-entry is, the, uh, is the, the kind of official narrative at the moment. So, yeah, it would have burned up upon re-entering the atmosphere. Um, but if it did survive, and I think I've seen a few videos, but they're, they're a bit sort of like Bigfoot-esque. I mean, they could be anything, just like a fiery thing. Um so yeah if it, it probably burned up upon re-entry although if it didn't if some of it survived or if indeed it survived intact then it's going to be somewhere in, the, in an ocean um it would have landed over water
0: it's obviously a huge blow to the the people and the teams the engineers obviously that put so much hard work into this but they, you know how much of a setback do you think it is overall because it has raised doubts from some people whether the uk can can win Europe's space race, and obviously there is a rapidly growing market for small satellite launches. And Norway and Sweden are both poised to join the race. They've got spaceports close to being operational. So, in that wider context, do you think it is a bit of a setback? Um,
3: it's. I mean, obviously, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a complete um, success. So, yeah, it, it, we have to kind of look at it as a setback. But like I said, there were so many positives about it. Um, and let's 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 remember that um the uk is internationally renowned for manufacturing satellites of all sizes but this is the first time we've ever, we've ever actually launched any of our own um and the fact that it got into space it just is remarkable anyway um and it was it was so close to to reaching its final orbit and actually being up there we we would have nine new satellites in the sky um yeah so it's definitely it's definitely a big thing like i said it was the, it's the first time that actually we there's been a, a rocket launch anywhere in western europe as well so it's not this isn't something that goes on all the time in in europe or indeed anywhere close by um so yeah it's it's definitely a setback but definitely a lot of positives as well Um, and what it does prove more than anything is that space launch from uk soil is achievable that's something they have proved now um they've done it they've they've put a rocket in space um while it fell short of the mark it's it's been done so i mean it's yeah onwards and upwards absolutely
0: yeah and if we can continue on that positive there are other spaceports um being planned within the uk the um, spaceport in cornwall based at newquay airport is the first of seven planned for the uk and Ian Annett, the deputy head of space uh, of the UK Space Agency, does certainly seem confident that UK can can still beat other European rivals, um, you know, when it comes to space exploration. So, you know, reasons to be confident certainly, uh, despite Monday night's disappointment.
3: Yeah, and let's let's not forget the UK space industry itself is is huge. I mean, sixteen point five billion pounds um, in income in 2019, 2020. Uh, and back, and then at that, at that time it was employing nearly 50,000 people. So it's a significant industry. Um, and I think events like this, um, they will, A, I think that, that they will encourage more people to get into kind of the space, space as an industry. Um, I mean, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Where it's just fascinating. I mean, I find it absolutely fascinating. It's amazing. Mm. I mean, like when when you're asked what you want to be when you're a kid, astronaut or something like that, it's just, do you know what I mean? It's one of those like lofty kind of dreams. Um, but we're proving that you can actually do it and you can fulfill those dreams and get into that industry in the UK. Um, you don't necessarily need to move to the US to do anything like this now. I mean,
0: there is a a, a a buzzing UK space industry and hopefully yeah, onwards and upwards with that. Well, mate, you're not an astronaut. You're not going into space, but you are reporting on it. So, you know, you've done all right.
3: Living the dream, living the dream
0: jd mate thanks for your insight interesting stuff and i'm sure our listeners will hear you again at some point on the manufacturer podcast good absolutely, man
3: absolutely tom looking forward to it thanks for your time mate um onwards and upwards for uk space
0: watch your listener hope you're enjoying this episode we're certainly looking forward to bringing you our various podcast series through the year but i wonder Were you left feeling a little peeved at points last year when you weren't able to hear certain interviews in full? Well, now you can. As part of this year's manufacturer podcast offering, we present to you, archives. Podcast episodes that simply feature interviews in full with some of the brightest, most inspiring and innovative people in the manufacturing sector. So keep a look out and be notified for episodes of The Manufacturer Archives by following and subscribing to this, The Manufacturer Podcast.
1: This is the first podcast we've done since our resident Judith Chalmers got back from her latest Holiday.
2: Yep. Oh my days. How Is was this it Lana? a bullying episode once again? No, no, no.
1: Well you, you you're basically our resident travel correspondent. It's like it could become it's become a feature of the podcast. Every episode you I expose to the listener how old I am, and you <laughs> kind of give us the latest Lonely in your little old... travel escapades. Yeah. Well, balance.
2: do you know? I was thinking I should probably take on the name of international reporter, <laughs> like as well, well no. as James. Well, because... no, because you
0: don't do anything while
2: you're out. I there, could. Do you? Well, you wouldn't. W- not...
1: Well, again, <laughs> <you>, you... <laughs> whether well, you will or not it doesn't matter, is yeah. it?
2: Yeah, no, but I could.
0: I was all for doing a podcast episode while you were out in. Costa Rica, such
2: a big time difference. We just wouldn't. Really
0: yeah. To do that. But you know, we so we get, you're really
1: committed to this. Then, aren't we you? get JD
0: successfully on this, don't we?
2: Yeah.
0: Don't suggest something if you're just not going to do it. You guys, as soon as I said it,
2: you were like, no, shut it down. (laughs) Yeah,
0: because I knew you'd you'd take this attitude towards it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. like On the one hand, I "I should be the international reporter. And then, next two minutes later, you go, oh, "Oh, no, 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 not with that time ( painters) difference. No, 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 no. God bless you now. That's impossible.
2: No, but that's because Costa Rica had a particular time difference. I might not be there again and I could make it work. Well, yeah, but bear and in mind if I, when, was, when... I was on holiday, I oh, no, though. no, you were
0: actually out. You were working some days, so, weren't you? Yeah, for two days. Yeah, we could have done
2: the... But, well, you know,
1: bear in mind when JD joins us, it is evening his time and he's usually swimming in gin.
2: True, but <laughs> yeah. his, his time difference He was probably drunk is... on that
0: last little bit he did for us. His
2: time difference is the other way, whereas Costa Rica is the complete opposite. Oh, so you'd
0: be like first thing in the morning rather than... So
2: for you guys, it would be like towards the end of the day, like probably nearly five o'clock. So it's yeah. actually more whether so you a, guys have that It's kind going to be commitment. more inconvenient for us then. Yeah. Well, but are you committed? Doesn't seem like it. It
1: was your bloody idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the most ridiculous conversation <laughs> we've possibly ever had. Like the most hypothetical. Uh.
0: Anyway, uh, you can hear all uh, future stories. Let's you know, take, it back to, uh, take it back to work, shall we? Uh, site visits and the like, uh, all of that you can hear on this, The Manufacturer Podcast. Why not subscribe to this pod on whatever streaming platform you're on? Be sure to leave a rating while you're at it. Or subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch all the latest video content and plenty of additional podcast content too. That's all coming this year and why not subscribe to our newsletter, eh? Nudge, nudge, mm. Lana, to get the top stories from the manufacturer through the week. Indeed. We'll be kicking off the podcast proper very soon, so keep a lookout for the first episode of Series 1 coming shortly. Until then, though, goodbye, listeners. Say goodbye. 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 goodbye.